Welcome to the Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Knight. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Thursday, November 3rd, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. But first, the latest. During a primetime address last night, President Biden urged voters to stand up to lies and violence in next Tuesday's midterm. His plea came less than a week before Election Day, as millions have already cast ballots. Biden took aim at Donald Trump's baseless claims about the 2020 result and singled out the estimated 300 election deniers on the ballot this year. Biden called out the spread of doubt and distrust already testing election results before many Americans head to the polls. We can't ignore the impact this is having on our country. It's damaging, it's corrosive, and it's destructive. The Justice Department has granted immunity to one of Donald Trump's close advisors, paving the way for him to testify in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation. Kash Patel has said that the former president declassified those files before leaving office. But in front of a grand jury last month, he invoked the Fifth Amendment, which protects against self-incrimination. The DOJ said Patel wasn't under investigation, but a judge said the department needed to take it a step further and grant full immunity. Prosecutors are reportedly focusing on Trump's inner circle as the potential for an indictment looms. CBS and its former CEO Leslie Moonves must pay over $30 million as part of his settlement with the New York Attorney General's office. Moonves was accused of sexual assault several years ago at the height of the Me Too movement. The AG's report said that he and other CBS executives conspired with an LAPD police captain to cover up the allegations. But before the accusations became public, one executive sold millions of dollars of CBS shares, which the AG says amounts to insider trading. Most of the money will go to shareholders. $6 million will go to sexual harassment and assault programs. CBS has not admitted wrongdoing as part of the deal. Online real estate company Opendoor is laying off 18% of its workforce. That's around 550 jobs. Earlier this year, the San Francisco firm got rid of about 800 roles. Opendoor uses an algorithm to price homes. It buys them for cash and then flips them after making repairs. But the company's CEO said in a blog post that it's dealing with, quote, one of the most challenging real estate markets in 40 years. Rising interest rates are putting people off trying to get a mortgage and pending home sales have dropped for the past four months. How's this for a prize? The Powerball jackpot is going to hit $1.5 billion this weekend. Nobody won Wednesday night's haul, and so this will be the third largest lottery prize in U.S. history. Okay, maybe it's time I finally bought a ticket. Bouncing ball to third. The Houston Astros threw a no-hitter winning game yesterday for just the second time in World Series history. A no-hitter is when the opposing team doesn't make it to a single base after hitting the ball in all nine innings. The only other time that happened at the World Series was in 1956. The Astros' lights-out pitching blanked the Phillies 5 to nothing, tying the seven-game series 2-2 two two so far. Did you know you can share any of our segments on social media? Just look in the description section on your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. 
Former Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is looking certain to head back to his old job as the country counts final votes today. It's Israel's fifth election in two years, and this time Netanyahu rallied ultra-nationalist and ultra-Orthodox factions in what the AP is describing will be Israel's most right-wing government yet. His top partner wants to lead the country's police, deport Arab legislators, and end Palestinian authority in the West Bank. Netanyahu himself is currently serving trial for corruption, but the charges could disappear under his reclaimed leadership. Just a week out from the midterm elections, the Biden administration is making $13.5 billion available to help people reduce their energy bills this winter. At a time when Americans are paying more for just about everything, the new funding will help low-income households with heating costs, unpaid utility bills, and repairs of home energy appliances. Forecasts show that U.S. consumers will pay 28% more to heat their homes this winter. That's due to surging fuel costs, colder weather, and Russia's war on Ukraine, which has further reduced supplies. The Federal Aviation Administration asked the public to weigh in on whether airplane seat sizes are a potential safety issue. For example, are they too small to safely evacuate in an emergency? After a three-month-long public comment period, over 25,000 people have shared their opinion. And of course, they also complained about how uncomfortable the seats are. Some commenters even accused airlines of discrimination against people who are taller or larger. The FAA's goal here is to figure out what minimum size seat requirement it needs to establish per a 2018 law directing the agency to do so. Massachusetts has a new reason to be proud today. It's been ranked the most prosperous state by a California think tank. The American Dream Prosperity Index is a new way of measuring our quality of life, considering not just the usual salaries or property prices, but 230 additional factors. Things like education, healthcare availability, and public safety. The Bay State's highest rating was for education, while Connecticut went out for natural environment and Minnesota on living conditions. If you're having a baby in Los Angeles, be prepared to get some free swag at the hospital from the LA Unified School District. In an effort to reverse its declining enrollment, the district is now targeting the families of newborn babies. The campaign is called Born to Learn, and the district is giving out boxes filled with items like branded onesies and a beanie and informational pamphlets. Superintendent Alberto Caravallo says he wants parents to get a head start on their child's education and enroll their kids in school programs as young as two. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. And we have a special surprise guest this week, my co-host, Dave Smith. Back to play with me. Yes, I'm back, Rebecca. Hey, I am so happy to take a break from changing diapers to come back and make a fool of myself uh, in this game, just like old times, right? (laughs) And our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. Hey, Maddie. Hello. Yes, Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter. So, Maddie, can you remind our listeners how this game works? And also, can you remind me how this game works? (laughs) So, I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than your first alarm. Mm. So, Dave and Rebecca, you're going to try and guess which headline you think is the lie. Dave, after a few months off, I think you might be able to redeem your abhorrent track record at this game. So we'll see. You know, it's only been a couple months, right? Like, (laughs) I'm not a different person. I am still just as dumb, if not more dumb and more sleep deprived. So let's give it a shot. 
This is going to be great. Maddie, give us the headlines. Okay. Headline A, ancient beaver relative bigger than most humans voted as Vermont's state fossil. Headline B, Mondrian artwork has been hanging upside down for 75 years. And headline C, Detroit suburb forced to cancel trick-or-treat due to cockroach infestation. Hmm. Well, cockroaches in Detroit? I don't know. That just seems like milk and Oreos to me. Um, (laughs) A beaver? An ancient beaver? That seems so weird that might be true. The artwork that's been upside down for 75 years seems so likely. Yeah, because if it's like modern art. Right. Yeah, like abstract art, it could be like, you know, could have been upside down and backwards, and that's how the artist intended. (laughs) So I feel like I actually want to choose that one as the fake headline. I I don't know about you, Rebecca, but I'm going to say that B is the fake headline. (gasps) You're going to choose B as the fake headline? Yeah, I just, I don't know. So I lived in New York for 15 years. That cockroach infestation seems real to me and mm-hmm. plausible. So that might mean it's fake. Mm. Mm. No, I'm... Mm. <laughs> You're playing Maddie. You're not playing the game anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say the giant beaver fossil <laughs> is fake. All right. Well, Maddie, do you want to hit us with the truth? I'm so I'm so glad you're back, Dave, because you are wrong. Ah! And I miss saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, you are the winner. The beaver one was the fake headline. Oh, love it. Okay. Well, Maddie, do you want to tell us more about these real headlines then? So yeah, a piece of art by Pete Mondrian, a Dutch abstract painter, uh, has actually been hanging upside down for 75 years. And an art historian recently discovered the mistake at a German museum where the work is displayed. The piece has a bunch of yellow and red and blue lines of tape running across the white canvas. And apparently the thicker blue lines are supposed to be on the top, not the bottom of the painting. But they can't actually turn the work right side up because changing it now after so long would damage it because gravity would pull the the tape down the opposite way. Either way, it still looks kind of bad, like a kindergarten painting. Wow. Well, Rebecca, if you ever decide to paint at any point before you die, on the back, just write this side up. (laughs) Just a little little arrow arrow. pointing up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, uh, Maddie, tell us about the the other headline, the cockroaches, right? Yes. A neighborhood in in a Detroit suburb did have to cancel Halloween because of a major cockroach infestation. City officials actually came in and barricaded sidewalks in the neighborhood to prevent people from trick-or-treating. Oh, my God. Apparently, the infestation all started from one vacant house, Uh which is, like, very haunted and spooky. (laughs) But the creepy crawlers have been spreading throughout the area, and officials were worried that crowds of trick-or-treaters would help the roaches migrate even more. Oof. Personally, I think they should have let the kids and roaches roam free. (laughs) Then they would have heard some real screams of terror on Halloween. (laughs) Am I right? Am I right? (laughs) Some real scary stuff. (laughs) Terrified children. Always hilarious. Yeah, right? (laughs) I, for one, welcome our cockroach overlords. (laughs) Uh, Well, Maddie, thank you so much as always. Thank you. And Dave, thanks for playing. Be sure to visit MorningBrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. 
Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Rebecca Knight, in for Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.